We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome back. I'm your host, Tamara Gady, and today we're going to talk about home warranties. But first, if you like my content, you're really going to love my escrow team. So let's get a conversation going about your title needs. Today's guest is Julie Jones. She's the senior sales executive for Achosa Home Warranty. She's been in the real estate industry since... 1984. <laughs> <laughs> and she's been in home warranty for 16 years. So she is the expert in DFW on residential service contracts. So welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. Glad you're here. Excited to be here. I am excited that you're here too, because we always have a good time when we have conversations and, but usually it's with a cocktail. So Truly. today we're going to do it, do it the responsible way. That's right. So Let's, I like to dive right into things. Um, I did already mention that you've been in real estate for a couple of years and mm. that you've been in home warranty for a couple of years. Um, let's start with the first question. What is a home warranty? So a home warranty technically is a residential service contract. And that is we fix mechanical failures that occur inside the home. Things like your HVAC system, your water heater, your plumbing, your electrical, and all the appliances in the kitchen. That's what it's designed to take care of. That is straight and to the point, which I really, really like because we're going to dive into some of the intricacies of a home warranty next. Let's talk about what misconceptions consumers have about home warranties because I feel like that's a really, that's a big deal. Before, before you answer, so there's a website called answerthepublic.com and you can type in any keywords that you want. Okay. And it will populate with the most popular questions or concerns that consumers have. What are they Googling okay. about a particular topic? I did not know that. And so I, I got hopped on answerthepublic.com and typed in home warranty. Oh, and boy. It, yeah, there was oh a plethora of things. You bet. <laughs> As one would imagine. Well, and you know, I mean, everybody that knows me knows that, that I used to be in home warranty. So I understand a lot more about them than, than the normal um, person does. And I was really surprised because it wasn't as negative as you would have thought it would have been. And so, um, because it, we all know that home warranties or residential service contracts have gotten a really bad rap. Right. And it's because people don't understand what the, what they're supposed to do. Correct. And so when I Googled this, I was waiting for it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they they suck and right. all the things. But it really wasn't about that. Okay. It was trying to find residential service contract companies. Right. It was about what does it cover, what does it not cover, okay. you know, or home warranty and a refrigerator or an appliance. So right. they were trying to get specific information about what a home warranty would cover on a particular appliance or system or something. So it's an interesting thing. You might, I will, you might never heard on of the it. website and um, someone else told me about it. And so anytime I'm looking for questions or topics like or stuff like that, I'll just pop, you know, pop in there and see That's what the people to have to say. Yeah. yeah. So um, let's, to answer some of the questions that I found on Answer the Public, um, let's talk about what the misconceptions are of a home warranty, okay. right? Because that's where the biggest fail is right. for people. Right. So in my experience, the biggest misconception is that it is an, a silver bullet. It's going to fix everything in the home. It's going to replace everything in the home. First time breakdown. So if 
for instance, your HVAC system, the coil starts to leak. A lot of people think that we will come out, a home warranty company will come out and replace the entire system. And that's just not how they work. It's a it's a repair first platform. Mm -hmm. So if we can repair it, if there are parts available, then that's the route we're going to go. If it's not repairable because of whatever reason, there's no longer a part available or it just doesn't make sense financially to do it, then we go into replacement mode. Okay. And so that's important to note, note is it's not going to come out and replace it or provide you not with right a brand off new the bat, appliance. Not usually. There are it's some things. First. Yeah, there are some things, you know, <clears throat> small things, a microwave, for instance. I learned recently on my own home that microwaves, the only thing that's really repairable is the turntable. So if that's not the issue, then they just scrap it. They just, we just replace it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of confusion about home warranties versus your property insurance too. Agreed. Agreed. And I've done a series with my home owner insurance <laughs> partners and uh, of the differences. And there the homeowner's insurance is really a fire, you know, fire and water casualty. They acts of God. Well, you know, I'm not an insurance agent so I'm not going to speak to that, but um I do believe that it, the difference is is it's structural versus mechanical. Sure. Mhm. Mm so give us an example. Well, so when you're, a big storm comes through and it hails all over your roof, your homeowner's insurance will come out and replace your roof. Okay. What if it hails on your AC unit? Well, <laughs> that's an act of God. Most likely it will not that's be covered. That's still insurance. It is still, right. So it, if, you know, that's a, a conversation to have. I think in the policy, what's written in most terms and conditions in a home warranty policy is that is not covered because yeah. it's not something that was failed due to normal wear and tear. Okay. So that's an important distinction. Yes. So explain. Failures due to normal wear and tear. Things that just wear out over time. You know, everything that's, uh, that's mechanical is designed to work until it breaks and it breaks because it got old and it just lived it to the end of its life. So if there are outside factors as to why it died, then that's when you're going to have some, some questions as to whether it's covered or not. Okay. So two things to bring up based on that answer, um, maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance is really the key. Um, and I think it's funny because a lot of people don't, no one's ever really explained to them, you know, what maintenance is. We live in a society where everything's sort of throwaway these days, I think. Um, and so if you don't do basic maintenance, and it really, that comes down to your, your HVAC system, you know, it's just change the filters when you, every couple of months, that's really the best you can do. And then spring and fall checkups, have an AC company come out, take a look, see if it needs to be cleaned, have it cleaned. Mm -hmm. um, if it's, if it's a newer, especially if it's a newer system, then you're just going to, you're just going to extend the life of that system. If you do that, if you're buying a house, that has got a pretty old unit. Sometimes those are hard to clean. You start getting into those old systems and taking them apart and it just, it all just disintegrates. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, those are the conversations that it, my advice to realtors is let me talk to your buyers about the house they're buying yeah, and help them understand what they're getting into, what to expect, and which plan will work best for them. Well, I think that's extremely key to the success of a buyer getting a home warranty. Yeah. I tell realtors all the time, don't sell don't, my product. Don't do it. Just connect me. Yes. Let me sell the product because I'm not going to tell them something that's going to come back and bite all of us, you know, at another cover time. everything. <laughs> 
Right. I Don't mean, worry about it. It's fine. It'll be covered in the home warranty. Well, I mean, if, if you're in an option period and a listing agent says that to you when the buyer's inspection report comes back, you should probably think twice about that statement. Yeah. 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 For sure. Mm-hmm. You're being very politically correct. I'm going to actually <laughs> like say it like it is. <laughs> it's your show. <laughs> well, I think, um, I think what we're talking about maintenance, you know, cause I live in a new construction neighborhood. Right. And right. so we have a Facebook group. And there's a lot of chatter about how do you change your filter and what else do I need? I didn't know I had to clean out the tankless water heater and I, you know, all the things. And that is a really big um, deficit Mm -hmm. in education when someone buys a home. Right. How are you supposed to know how to keep up with, you know, the, the systems and appliances in your house? Right. I mean, we've even had conversations about cleaning the, you know, vacuuming your, the back of your refrigerator. Nobody thinks about that. And I've never done it. Especially if you have dogs, if you've got cats and dogs in the house, you know, it's just pull that refrigerator out and you'll see the coils. And if they're furry, then you might want to, you know, take a stick back to that and clean that up because airflow is everything when you're talking about a condensing unit. See, that's an important tip. That's a golden Mm -hmm. nugget. Okay. Every once in a while, how often? Once Um, a year. Yeah. Once a year, just start there. Start there. Start there. Do yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> start there. And then I am meticulously anal about spring and fall AC, yes. HVAC checks. It's a big deal on all of my rental properties and my house. Right. And so, especially if you've done any kind of sheetrock work, you want to do it every month until that com- construction is complete because that unit, if it's running, it's pulling all that sheetrock dust up into the system. Oh, and- we are familiar yes. with. All the construction dust. Yes. So if you're in in a construction situation and you're running the system, you want to do it every month or every even twice a month, depending yeah. on how much is going on. But in a typical household, you can probably get away with every three months. Well, I think, you know, it very much depends on the HVAC unit too. Mm-hmm. So like the one in my house, right, it's new construction. So I only have to change it twice a year. Correct. But my rentals, it's once a month. Correct. And y'all better be doing it because if it fails, right? you know, I'm limping those things along some of those ideas they're original you know i don't know if you remember the hold music from back in the old days at at nations sharon always had helpful hints when you're on hold and one of them was when you make your mortgage payment change your filter there you go here's another golden nugget for the day any other like i just think we're on an interesting vein of conversation because it's not something i know that people talk about right are there any other like i know i have my my tankless water heater flushed um, I, I do it every two years cause it's just me yep. and peanut. Um, but I know that the plumbers recommend it like once a year. Yeah. And I think it depends on if you have hard water or, or soft water. I mean, I think hard water has much more calcium in it. It calcifies much quicker. And so that clogs up the lines. So I would definitely talk to your plumbing professional, whoever installed that, or if you know, or your, your particular plumbing, plumbing professional, um, and just ask them what they recommend. But for, you know, and that goes with tanked water heaters as well. If you have a new one and you get in the habit and it's, it's very, it can be very complicated because it involves a garden hose and a, you know, out the door and in I know, the, they it's act a like lot. It's, well, they act like it's some easy, my, well, you know, we got a couple of the guys in the neighborhood who are like, they went to school for that. that you yeah, know? And maybe, I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you. It will extend the life, you know, of, of the tanked unit. Um, it's just, it's something, it's whatever your comfort zone is. 
And if you can get in the habit of doing it or you are able to get a professional on a schedule of doing it, then that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah. And I, you're right. I mean, you do need to consult with a plumbing professional. Um, it's not really DIY on a, on a water heater. I would never. Whether it's DIY. tanked or tankless. I don't DIY anyway. But um, I think that, you know, because I like one of the houses I bought, it had a, a water heater. It had been there. The house was older. Right. And the plumber said, I wouldn't even start trying to do that because it's Agreed. So, you may cause a leak Agreed. because of the corrosion that's already existing. You don't want to disturb Correct. it. Well, that's <laughs> what I, I know. We don't want to disturb it. Yeah, that's what I meant about the HVAC <laughs> yeah. system. There comes a point in time when its age really hinders you from doing any kind of deep clean at all because it's too traumatic for the unit. Okay. So, okay, so here's here's where we'll leave people with maintenance. Mm -hmm. It sounds to me like from what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, we need a homeowner should have a good HVAC person, a good plumber, anyone else in their back pocket to help them with these maintenance items and get the guidance of the professionals before you do yeah, anything. Yeah, a, a good appliance professional also. Those are really hard to find. Yeah, they are hard to find. So if you can, if you find one, hang on to them. Um, because they, they do, they do tend to, because they're smaller type companies usually. Right. So they do tend to be generational. So you've got fathers and sons and uncles and brothers. It's not something that, you know, we encourage in this society is go out and be an appliance technician. Sure. <clears throat> so yeah, if you find a good one, but those are the three trades that you're going to, that will give you the best advice and the best service in your home. Well, and that's the best way to get a claim honored is mm -hmm. making sure that you're keeping up with right. maintenance. So we'll just leave them with contact these professionals, get their advice on right. how to maintain the systems, do what they say they do, what, what you're supposed to do, and then you should not experience well, issues. It'll be you. less traumatic yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what the average cost is of a home warranty. And there's, there's, well, you can get one in the side the real estate transaction and without, right? Correct. So why don't you explain the in, you know getting one then yep. and not okay, mm -hmm. and then the kind of the cost associated with getting one. So you know I think an average of an average cost during a real estate transaction is somewhere around seven hundred dollars. There are some that are less, and there are some that are more. Okay. So um, do your homework as to what makes you know what coverage where the coverage. Uh, is best for you. So if, you know, if you've got all brand new updated appliances in the kitchen, you know, you may not need the top of the line, right. you know, Cadillac because it may pay less, but that's okay because you may be just a year out from manufacturer's warranty or so. But if, if you're buying a home where everything in there is really old, you know, you want to get into the terms and conditions of the home warranty contract and look at what they're offering, you know, to, to pay you and how they're going to help you when it comes down to replacement. Because that's really what you're thinking about is replacement when you're talking about big systems. Right. You know, repair is, is, is really not very satisfying when you're talking about an HVAC system, mm -hmm. unless it's a capacitor, something super small and easy to do. But when you start talking about modifying systems and that money starts to not make sense. Yeah. The old systems that use Freon. Correct. I still have those. I know. <laughs> and they, you know, and, you know, and they'll, they'll tell you they can be modified, which they can. But then at that point you have to decide, am I going to put this money after uh, towards this old equipment? Right. Right. It's um, decision time at that point. Well, I think, I think one of the things we used to talk about when we were together in home warranty was it's very rare that the basic plan is going to be sufficient. And I mean, I think the only instance would be new construction. 
or just out just out out of new construction. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, a year out because manufacturer's warranty, you know, is going to kick in that first year yeah. in most of the things. And, and so, you're going to defer to the manufacturer correct. warranty as long as there's a manufacturer warranty. Normally, place. home warranty companies will not work on systems or appliances that are under manufacturer's warranty. There's no need. You're going to go back to the manufacturer. Right. He's going to replace the part and pay for the labor to do it. Yeah. So there's no reason for us to get involved in that. So we we tapped on this, but we haven't talked about it yet. Can a homeowner owner get a warranty inside and outside of the real estate Correct. transaction? Yeah, a homeowner plan is typically has the same coverage that we're offering on the real estate side. It has a, but generally has a thirty day waiting period. Because in the real estate transaction, we have a home inspection to go off of as to determine what's pre-existing and what's not. So with a homeowner, we don't have that document. So right. we most companies instill a 30-day waiting period on non-real estate transaction policies. And look, I, I don't know about a Choza. You'll have to correct me on that. But if you want to get a home warranty outside of the real estate transaction, then you can make monthly payments. Absolutely. Okay. That's when that option comes. Monthly payments yes. instead of having to pay it all up front. Correct. And it makes it a lot more palatable for a homeowner that wants to get one. Truly helps with the budget. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a buyer can get one inside of the real estate transaction without the seller having to pay for it. Correct. And I am encouraging that because in the last couple of years, you know, it hasn't really been a part of the real estate negotiations. It could be. It due to the seller's market. Yeah. yeah. You know, I know agents are very cautious about not wanting to be down at the bottom of a multiple offer situation. Yeah. And so the home warranty really was the first thing to come out of the contract. And we've been, we've been dealing with that as best we can. But yes, every homeowner should at least have the opportunity to think about it because you know, you're buying an old house yeah. and it's, it's, it's an, it's a way to help with your finances. And in our, in our market, I'm pretty sure you've paid all the money you have and some of the money your, your mother and dad have just to buy the house. So you're walking in potentially with very low funds. Mm -hmm. And so then you get in the house and all of a sudden this house you paid 50,000 over for. Now you're looking at a $10,000 AC unit. God, I wonder how many times that happened because there wasn't anything they could do about it and they didn't. Yeah. And realtors, unfortunately, just got so out of the habit of even talking about it. And like you mentioned in the very beginning of this, this interview, home warranties have a bad reputation in, in the industry. And that's for several reasons, but it's really an over-promise, yeah. under-deliver scenario. Agreed. And so... I think that a lot of buyers have gotten burned in the past and they don't have, they see no value in it. So they're like, why just, I'll just take the 500 and put it in the bank. You yeah. Know, I'll pick the 700 and put it in the bank. So my job really is to reeducate the real estate community and help them understand there is value in this product. Well, and you're the perfect person for that, you know, but, and, and look, I get it. I, I've not had a problem with home warranty. Because I know how home warranty works. My expectations are appropriately Correct. set. And so I, I think this goes back to what you said about let me do my job. Education. Right? Let realtors, let the home, let Julie do her job and explain the product to your client because they, I can't tell you when I, how, when I was in home warranty, how many people were like, well, the eight, my realtor told me they would just cover it, right. you know? And I'm like, mm, I'm sorry that happened to yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah. And then they get mad, right. right? And then they get mad at us and right. they get mad at the realtor. And, right. you know, there's this whole thing. So I've, the biggest thing takeaway out of all of this is to partner with someone, with Julie, who has the experience in the industry to navigate your clients correctly so that on the back end, everybody's looking like a hero because right. – 
you have explained the product, their expectations are set, and when they go to use it, they know what's going to happen. You are correct. And I'll tell you, when I'm having conversations with buyers and I hear the phrase, oh, that makes sense, that's when I know I've gotten through to them yeah. and the light is shining now on their expectations and they understand. But I always leave it with, if you need me, I'm right here. Right. I mean, I'm a high-level communicator, so call me, text me, email me, whatever you need, and I'll help you navigate. I'm your advocate. That's right. where I leave it with them. I'm your advocate. Let me help you. Um, and they feel, they just feel more secure in all of that. And they're happy that their realtor made the connection. So I want to talk about, and we kind of touched on this too, okay, property goes under contract. They go into the option period. They get the inspection report. Mm -hmm. They're getting a home warranty. Now what? Oh, well, then that's the perfect time that you connect me, you know, with the buyers and I explain everything really after option. What I would rather focus on, because once you've got a credit in the contract, I mean, that's just a conversation for after option. Once you know you've got a real deal. Okay. Then that's where I go into just super education mode. What I would, I think is really more important because I still think agents are afraid to put a home warranty credit in there. The vast majority still, there's a few that have used, you know, it successfully and they're still swinging that bat. But if you don't feel comfortable as a realtor to put a credit in 7-H in the contract, then option is the perfect time to introduce the idea of it when the buyer's inspection report comes back and it says that the HVAC and the water heater are at their end of their life. Yeah. They're still working, but it's at end of life. So then what happens? The buyer says, I want a new AC system. Yep. And the seller says, I'm not going to do it. It's still working. Yep. This is the perfect time to introduce the home warranty option back into the conversation. It's a perfect negotiating time. Um, that At that point, with my company, I can offer bundled years. I can offer many years, you know, two years. And that sounds so much better to the seller, a $2,000 policy for two or three years than a $10,000 HVAC unit. Everybody yep. looks at that as a win. Absolutely. At that point. It gets everybody to the finish line, which is where we want to be. And that's at Lawyer's Title closing the deal. So let's talk about, I want to talk about, um, we, want, we do want to talk about seller's coverage. So let's tap into that for a second. But I really want to then focus on what makes a Chosa special. Okay. Okay. So let's, but I think seller's coverage is a big deal too. So let's touch on that one first. Agreed. Um, and back to realtors have just forgotten about home warranty or because the market has been so lucrative over the last couple of years during this pandemic and the seller's market, um, properties are selling so fast that there was no need, there was no need for any kind of incentive. For a buyer, it's just yeah, you know, no just, good luck. Just, you, you got the house, so you won. Yes, but <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> correct. So as the market has started to normalize, yeah. which is what I feel like we're the the scenario we're in now is a more of a normalized market. Um, listing agents may need um, a tool in their toolbox to to get that listing to win that listing, and and free sellers coverage is another tool in that toolbox to say if you list with me. I can get you this policy for free while it's listed for sale. And it's intended for unexpected repairs that have to happen prior to closing. So an example of that is on Saturday, you take the listing and everything's going great. And on Tuesday, the dishwasher starts, stops working. Mm -hmm. That's what seller's coverage is for. Mm -hmm. It's not geared toward um, correcting everything that shows up on the inspection report. because I love how gently you said that. <laughs> 
Well, most of that is code. But the home warranty policy isn't there to fix known pre-existing conditions. Correct. And on any side of the transaction. Correct. Well, it's okay. I'll give you an example. So let's just say your house is on fire and you're on, on the sidewalk and you call State Farm and say, hey, my house is on fire. Can I get fire insurance? Can I get homeowner's yeah. insurance? <laughs> if you think about it in that scenario, but- Really, um, I think uh, reading most buyers' inspection reports, they're ninety percent code. Yeah, you know, and, you're right. And home warranty is going to bring it to code if we need to repair, you know, that system or appliance. So code isn't that big of a deal. Well, but code isn't a mechanical failure. No. The home warranty again fixes mechanical failures right. of the systems of appliances in the home. Right. We don't proactively come into a home and upgrade it right. to meet code. Right. So, um, but the free seller's coverage is a great tool. If you're, if you're out farming, you find yourself farming and you're knocking on doors and you're really anxious to get listings. This is another thing to talk about that might set you apart from your competition out there that may or may not be talking about it at all. One other thing I want to tap into real quick too, because you gave me that idea. Um, we have a lot of new construction. Mm -hmm up here in big old Collin County. South Oklahoma. <laughs> You'd be nice up here. Um, now, of course, you know, your Highland home, your Perry home, your big builders are all going to have the manufacturer's warranty, right? But there's a lot of custom builders up here that may or may not be able to offer some sort of a home, a warranty policy. Right. I'll give you an example. I was looking at buying a, a townhome, a new construction townhome up in Sherman. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> and he was a custom builder and he only offered a one-year warranty. One because he had not built enough houses to be able to do offer the one two. One of the reasons I backed out. I was like, one year. Yeah. Anyway, so you have a new construction product. We do. It covers years two, three, and four. So we assume everything is under manufacturer's warranty in year one. And this policy kicks in and covers years two, three, and four. Oh, yeah. I was explaining that wrong. Because you're right. It is for all new construction homes yes. after the one year's up. Correct. I'm sorry. But I, that's okay. It's a three-year policy. I'm reaching into the archives here for some of this. <laughs> you're, you're doing, I'm impressed. You're doing really well. It's a three-year policy that that is $800. Okay. So, you know, it's it's just another safety net. Um, I'm glad that that's available. I want to talk about what makes Julie Jones and a Chosa Home Warranty different than everyone else and all the other residential service contracts out there. Yep. It, it really and, is. And reps. It's a new day. And I'll tell you, I mean, I, as you mentioned before, I spent 15 years in what I'm going to call the traditional home warranty space. Yep. And the definition of that is where a home warranty company dispatches vendors to your home and they're in control of the contractor. They're in control of the vendor and they're in control of the claims experience. 100%. You as a homeowner are subject to all of that, and you're just there to, to deal with it. Um, that is, a chose a home warranty is a brand new way of doing it in that we let the homeowner choose their own contractor. Yeah, and I thought that was super interesting because, you know, having home warranties for a very long time, I'm like, who's this joker showing right. up at my house? What's well, yeah. very difficult, if you've ever had a home warranty experience in the traditional sense, you First of all, you call in and you're subject to their schedule whenever they can get to you. So if you call in on a Friday night, you're not going to see anybody till Monday or Tuesday. Correct. Well, in Dallas, Fort Worth, when it's in July, it's 105 degrees. That doesn't that doesn't that's work. That's not gonna work. You've got babies crying and everybody's grandma's mad and, upset. Yeah, and that's just it's a bad thing. So by the time the vendor gets there, even if he's a great vendor, everybody's mad. Right. You know, and he walks in the door and he says, 
well, you know, that air filter's dirty and all this is pre-existing and that home warranty's not going to cover any of it. I'll have my copay now and I'll see you another time. Yeah. And that just, it's a powder keg. Yeah. And it's just, it was hard to get back from that. So with the, with the owners of Achosa, who are also old time home warranty veterans, all of us at the, at the company are all traditional home warranty veterans. So we all know exactly what that looked like. So they came up with this new concept. So the way it works is we simply pre-authorize the vendor to come out. We He does a diagnosis. He does a plan to repair. He calls us back and says, here's what I'm going to charge to fix this. And we say, here's what we're going to pay toward that repair. Everyone agrees. And when everyone says, okay, let's do this, the work is done. And when the homeowner is happy with the job, they call back and we pay with a credit card in the house right then before he leaves. With the contractor that the homeowner wanted to Correct. Use, on their fabulous. On their schedule. Yeah. So let's say, again, it's a Friday night. It's in the middle of July. And that HVAC company charges overtime. So with Achosa, the homeowner is only going to pay the first $100 of the copay. So if it costs $200 to get that company out there, the homeowner pays the 100 and we pay the overage hmm. of that. And it's still their contractor in their house at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. But they know what to expect because it's their contractor. Right. And they don't feel like they're getting taken advantage of because that contractor doesn't work for us. He works for the homeowner. Right. So he's not going to walk <clears> in the <throat> door and start telling that homeowner all the reasons why Achosa is not going to cover it. Right. Because he has no idea who right. we are. Right. We're just the bank at this yeah. point. Yeah. So he has no incentive to not make the repair or not recommend the replacement. But at the end of the day, it's completely within the homeowner's control, which I think is what we all want is to be in control of our scenario and our situation. We want to know who's coming into our home. You know, these are our, this is our family, Yeah. you know, and we want to know that they're trustworthy and that there's someone that I can go back to and say, you know, I, I, the reason that I'm using this company is because you recommended them. And so that brings me to the point of when a realtor or a First-time homebuyer, someone that's new to Dallas, says, I don't know any vendors. I don't know any contractors. Right. So the first thing I do when I hear that is I go back to the realtor. Because likely, the they realtor has a vendor list. Yep, yep. And that becomes an even bigger win-win because now the realtor gets to support their vendor partners. And that vendor partner wants to impress that realtor. Sure. And they're going to do a great job for that homeowner. Love it. So that's where referrals are what make the world go round. Yeah. And, and listen, after a while, uh, something happens at that realtor's house, that HVAC company's like, look how much business you've sent me over uh -huh. the last few years. Here's what I'm going to do for you as a thank you. Yeah. You know? And so th that's how, what makes this product just the best for some, from somebody who came from the industry. I'm like, this is like the greatest thing ever. I yeah. mean, I'm the happiest I've ever been in in my real estate career, as far as um, where I am right now with this particular platform, because it's, it takes all of my past knowledge and gives me an actual viable product to sell that I'm not afraid to walk in and talk about claims. Yeah. I mean, I could have a t-shirt every real estate office meeting that I do that says, let's talk claims. And I, I can do it all day long because it's such a great story. And the other thing is, when a realtor used to say to me, 
I'm going to put a home warranty on my house just to try you guys out. My heart we broke. We were horrified. Like, don't do that. <laughs> it, it was. It was those words. Just they would. I would tremble inside because yeah, yeah. I knew how what it was going to be. Yeah. Today, I ask. You're like, do it, do it. Every realtor I talk to, I say, put a home warranty on your house. Put one on your parents' house. Put one on your kids' house. Let's do this. You're gonna. You're not gonna be upset. You're yeah. gonna be happy. Yeah. You're gonna see the value. And you know, um, I told you this story off air, and it'll probably never see the light of day except for on my YouTube channel. So I'm gonna tell it again. But I had a home warranty on my house. I don't have that home warranty company on my house anymore. But they sent out an electrician because I was having problems with my breakers, and they replaced the breaker. And then I was like, well, since you were you're here, and I don't know an electrician up in Salina, right? I'm having this extended problem with my breaker box and I want a whole hell whole whole home um what is that like surge protector. surge protector thank you on my house and so they came back and did a bunch of work and then about and it was a warranty for a year and about eight months later um I was having another problem so I called and called and called and called and couldn't not, not get a hold of this guy and I finally um, got Anna on him, and Anna yeah. will track you down. So right. she found the dad. Yeah. And, oh you know, so, uh, yeah, poor him. But the she called me immediately after she talked to him, and she was like, you would not believe this. Like, there's a reason why you weren't able to get a hold of this guy. He's in prison for murder. Okay. And those were the people that the home warranty company yes. recommended as an electrician vendor right. to come to my house where I live as a single female. Right. I'm sorry, what? Right. Yeah. So this contractor thing is a big, big damn deal. It is. I don't cuss on my podcast, but I'm going to say damn today. (laughs) And It's a game changer. Like, it is a game changer because I have found really great contractors up in Salina that take care of a bunch of people in my neighborhood. They're reputable. They're family owned. I don't have to dink around. No. I don't want your scraggly old... Nope. Contractor coming to my house. Two bucks in a truck. Thank you. I like. I'm done with that. Yeah. So, look. Before we wrap up, I just want to say, you know, that this is a really, really big deal. Being able to choose your own contractor to have come to your house. And I was in home warranty. I wasn't along Julie. I was a little under four years, but that's a big deal because I've seen all these contractors, yeah. right? And it's a, it's not just a quality of work. It's also a safety issue. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Because, you know, if the mom is home with the kids, you know, you don't want somebody who's sketchy coming in your house. house. You don't. So this takes all that out of it. Um, again, we're not going to leave the homeowner high and dry. If the, if the homeowner or the realtor doesn't know of a contractor, I have a list of people, companies that have worked for us successfully and gotten five-star reviews in their zip code, and we'll help them with that. Yeah. We're, we're not just going to throw them out to the wolves and say, you're on your own, call us when you figure out something. That's my part of my concierge service right. is to make sure that they are comfortable with where they're at in the claims process. So um, we're going to leave it here today you know, with one other piece of advice. And if you've been a realtor and you've worked with home warranty companies before, you know that the sales reps make or break the relationship with the home warranty company. So to have someone like Julie in your back pocket who can help your clients navigate through the ins and outs of the home warranty, help you get something put into place and then be there to answer questions on the back end, that is realtor gold. 
So I highly recommend that you give Julie and Achosa an opportunity to earn your business. Uh, We will make sure that her contact or that she's tagged on all the social media platforms whenever this video or whenever this podcast goes live. Thank you so much for being my guest today, Julie. You're one of my best friends, but also this was some great content today. So I'm really excited to get this education out. Thank you again for joining us on another episode. Again, I'm your host, Tamara Gady. If you like my content, you're really going to love my escort team. So give me an opportunity to talk to you about your title needs and make it a great day. Mm-hmm.